0: it's the lone wolf here big with another episode of the lone wolf podcast where i the lone wolf talk about random stuff that no one cares about i don't know it's been forever um for me because i don't know how to record episodes anymore i was like oh let's do two episodes a day but then i realized i i don't have a life So, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know, this week, I thought, let's talk about romance and Valentine's Day and blah, but then I don't want people to feel sad and depressed about how my life is already, because it's already been like that for, like, the past five years or so. So now, I don't know, I mean, Valentine's Day for me has just been the the day where, um, well, my dad was born on Valentine's Day. So there was that to consider. Uh, but, like, you know, I mean, no, I, no one really had a crush on me. I mean, yeah, I had crushes on, you know, boys and all that. But, they, you know, they never really tend to reciprocate. And, like, by junior year of high school, I'm like, I kind of give up. I'm like, what's even the point anymore? I know I'm like, like, I was already self-deprecating myself before I even knew what that meant um so yeah like literally the rest of high school I didn't really want to pursue a relationship and senior just really solidified that because ha 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 COVID-19 so uh yeah I I just yeah no no one wants to hear that like I'll listen to someone who's actually in a relationship I, I don't know I don't know what you all want no one tells me anything so, um, with that being said, uh, funny enough, it is the day of Oscar nominations. It's also the day of Nintendo Direct, which I will not be showing or giving my thoughts on because I, I haven't seen it. And frankly, I don't want to because it doesn't really apply to me. I don't have a Nintendo Switch. I don't. I don't have a Nintendo Switch. Why do I bother? I know there's like a new Mario soccer game then I'm like, okay, and, um, you know, a bunch of new things that Nintendo has planned, which, good for them. Do I care? Not really, Uh, because I I didn't grow up with Nintendo, for that matter. I also didn't grow up with Sega, because uh, my parents were like, let's not give our kids video games to play, and let's give them an iPad and see what they do with it, and also, you know, Let's let's make them focus more on school and less video games. So, yeah, I didn't grow up with Pokemon. I only knew it because of the anime because I saw one epi- like two episodes of it, and they were for- and they were both from Diamond and Pearl. And then I found X and Y, and then I found out the Japanese dubs exist because I thought Pokemon was actually a cartoon and not an anime because I watched the dub first and then I stuck with the sub, and then. I gave up watching Pokemon Journeys because I just, it's like, oh, it's just another reboot. Okay. And like, yeah, like it's it's more of like slice of lifey and you really won't miss much. Maybe. I don't know. And also, yeah, Buzz Lightyear, the, the new trailer for it came out starring Chris, Chris Evans, which I'm like, you know, I get that Toy Story is beloved and everything like that. Uh I kinda I kinda jumped into it without not knowing a lot. I watched Toy Story Three in theaters. That was the first ever Toy Story movie I saw and then I found out the other two movies throughout the internet and I didn't really watch Toy Story. I only saw like in clips used by YouTubers when they were talking about Pixar and all that, so yeah, and also The internet. Um, like, I'm not saying that Toy- like, Toy Story is beloved. Let's get that fact out of the way. Am I personally a fan of it? No. Not really. I don't want to be sad. Pixar makes you feel sad. I'm sorry, that's just how it is. And I'm like, I don't need this right now. I don't want to know the fact that there might be an existential crisis. Um... Even if it, even if Buzz Lightyear is a prequel, at this point, like Pixar is like really milking out Toy Story because it's the only thing that is slightly keeping them alive right now. Because haha, Disney doesn't want to put Turning Red on the movie theaters; they're putting it directly to streaming. Which I'm like, that hurts Pixar in so many ways, mentally and financially, because you know Pixar works very hard with Turning Red. And For a minute, I thought it was an actual Disney movie because I feel like Encanto and Disney were like switched. Because other than the mute, other than no, other than the the animation and designs and the artwork in general, right? I genuinely believed it was a Pixar movie with a musical, uh, because you know, it-, it it just doesn't sit. It doesn't. It didn't feel. Like a fairy tale ending, or it didn't feel like a happily ever after. It felt like, oh, like a life lesson to be heard. And I'm like, oh, this reminds me so much like a Pixar movie. And then turning red feels so much like a Disney movie. Because who in reality turns into a red panda during puberty? No one. So, yeah. Also, I just got a tweet. <laughs> Because I follow this um, streamer um, Ironmouse, right? And a couple, like like a month ago or two months ago, I think uh, she won a battle of wit with Ludwig, another famous streamer that is on YouTube right now, and she won the 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 stream tournament, I guess. And now Ludwig is a VTuber. Let's go. He's gonna be an anime cat boy. I hope. Actually, I don't know. I don't know. I'll see the um I'll see the video later after when I'm done recording this podcast episode whatever. Um yeah, I like VTubers. Um I think they're pretty cool. You know, they're kind of interesting than in streamers, real life streamers for some reason. Like they're both interesting in their own right, right? But something about VTubers, I just like more. I don't know. Like well, I don't, I, I don't know. Like, sometimes real-life streamers, I get a sense of, like, oh, there's there's always going to be something dramatic happening to them. Or, like, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like with real-life streamers, I feel, like, slightly uncomfortable. And also because their fan base is just so massive that I'm just, like, I'm scared of being a supporter of them. Now, like, I'm not saying that I am. I'm just like, sometimes real-life people can be exhausting. And also, I don't know why it just makes me feel bad about myself because, like, they are successful by playing video games and learning how to, like, live stream. And then here I am just being stupid. And I I don't know. I just prefer watching VTuber clips more than real live streamers. Then i feel like also like real life streamers right i feel like you have to like know the backstory or like know the lore right to get like the whole picture and i'm like oh like these inside jokes i will never get unless someone has to explain it to me i mean i guess my f- my favorite real life streamer would be Valkyrie. yeah because she seems very chill in the clips i've seen of her and surprisingly funny Everyone else I'm just like, uh I don't know because I'm always used to like knowing about their controversial past. Can I even call it controversial? I don't know like oh like there's always gonna be like something like toxic or whatever the case may be. Right? I don't know. I just feel uneasy. Um like you know, like Pokimane and ludwig and Psychuno and you know, all the real life streamers that you know. I don't know why. I just feel like slightly uncomfortable, but when I watch VTubers, I'm okay. I'm weird. I don't know, maybe I'm like, I'm so used to watching anime, right? And like, oh, like anime. I like it. I don't like real life people. I don't because I think that real life people can be boring. Like, they're, they're pretty good looking, you know, for human beings. But I don't know, I like anime more. (laughs) I'm so weird. Like you know, you can hate on me all you want, but please respect my opinion, and I will respect yours. I get it. Some people are not into VTubing tubers. Some people are. Some people don't like real life streamers. Some do. You know, it really just depends on your preference and you know stuff you like and stuff you don't like. Uh, yeah. Um. So yeah, I just saw the tweet. <laughs> oh my god, Ludwig is gonna be a VTuber. I hope his, like, you know, Avatar isn't so cursed. Uh, where was I? Um. Oscar nominations? Was I talking about that? Dang. (laughs) Uh... Crap. I knew I was gonna forget something. Oh, well. Um just news and the fact that i don't have a nintendo switch so i can't be bothered with that oh yeah also anthony ramos is finally in the mcu let's go i mean at this point marvel is just like oh big actors mcu they have to say yes you wanna know why? if you're in the mcu you get to be an a-lister i'm not even kidding I'm not even kidding. Like, sometimes, like, oh, like, you're in the MCU, you're kind of guaranteed fame. It feels like that. It genuinely feels like that. I don't know why. I'm just like, cool. You are in the MCU or you work for Disney, you get fame and recognition. Way more than your previously works combined. I don't know. I think it's just like, oh, you're meeting Kevin Feige. Your life is kind of set in stone. I don't know. It just felt like that. Legit. Um. Because, like, what's it called? I'm just like, you know what? I mean, good for Anthony Ramos. Don't get me wrong. But sometimes, like, it feels like, oh, you're into it. Like, you you film a Marvel movie, and then you feel like, oh, you just feel amazing. So, uh, you know, there's just that to consider. Speaking of Marvel, um... (laughs) Doctor Strange and Mullum. Multiverse of Madness. I'm excited for that movie and I don't care if it gets delayed so many times. Oh, my mic. I don't care if it gets delayed so many times. Um, I don't. As long as, like, you know, the, 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 um, just everything's, like, cohesive and I'm, like, you know, everything's not confusing or whatever. I guess that's it. I hear my parents talking in the background, probably arguing something re- relatively. Important at the same time not really because they don't concern me and they're speaking of it in me So there we go there's that to consider uh, Spider-man no way home. So a lot of people are Upset about the fact that spider-man no way home is nominated is not Nominated for an oscar or none of the actors from that movie is nominated for an oscar Now we can look at this both ways I mean, for one thing, I, like, okay, to be fair, right, the Oscars, it's a judging system. I don't think anybody knows about this, but it's based on a judging system. Why do you, why do you think there are a bunch of critics out there? I just, like, the Oscars does not wrote, does not wrote, does not go by a voting system. So, like, oh, like, they post on their website, vote for your favorite movie. Nah, 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 nah. They ain't like that. They are the. They are so neutral about it. And it's only if something. Like, until they find an objectively. Obje- objectively good film. That is. You know, worth nominating for. That's how it happens. And I'm like. Yeah. I'm like. Like, you know, Spider Man No Way Home was. You gotta admit, very fan service And, you know, as much as, you know, people want actors like, you know, Alfred Molina, uh, crap, Willem Defoe, Andrew Garfield, Tommy McGuire, heck, Tom Holland, just everybody in the cast, right? Um, to be like Oscar nominated. You all know that that ain't gonna happen because objectively, it's full of fan service, and, you know, sometimes you need fan service to pull the story along, or, like, you know, you need to come up with a reason why, but most of the times it's not like that. Like, if it's too much fan service and everything, it just, it doesn't make the cut. Now, like, you, like I get it, like, Shang-Chi it didn't get nominated for it either, and I'm just talking about Marvel movies that came out this year uh Shang-Chi Shang-Chi so whatever Eternals didn't get nominated even though Chloe Zhao did direct the movie it didn't get nominated even though it looked visually stunning the plot for Eternals in a general point of view for Eternals by the way made no sense with Shang-Chi it's, it was all about representation and you know something that appeases to the public and you know in a way like makes like you know again appeases to the public you know they're pushing on this like asian representation that technically doesn't really make the cut for an oscar nomination at least that's how i think of it and that's why most of marvel movies never get a nomination i mean black panther won like three oscars but like you know the plot. Even though it was part of the MCU, like, you know, you could follow it along. Um, the acting was really good. Um, and also they won for best costuming, best production, and best score. Which, you know, independently, those three factors did make, you know, the win. Um, I mean, let's, let's, um, I guess, go over the Oscar nominations. So the Oscar nominations. I need to pull this up really quick. So I'm gonna list them all. I don't care <laughs> if you guys complain about it. No one says t- no one says anything to me. So I'm gonna say whatever I want. That's how normally it goes around here anyway. So we have actor in a leading role nominees. Um, Javerne Bardem. Um, from an actor known from being the Ricardos. Benedict Cumberbatch. The Power of the Dog. Andrew Garfield. Tick, Tick, Boom. Will Smith. King Richard. Denzel Washington. The Tragedy of Macbeth. So, you know. Um, I'm pretty sure the public, out of those five people, right? I'm pretty sure out of the public, they want Andrew Garfield to win in Tick, Tick, Boom because he was just so apparently good in it no i haven't seen the movie because i don't want depression right now <laughs> and like i don't want to listen a, to a song about therapy and then reminding myself i need therapy so no and also like i i guess i'm just not in the mental mood for watching tick Ticks boom i will later at some point in the future just not now um or you know will smith for being really like the resemblance is uncanny to king richard so i would see these two but literally to anybody up for grabs because again the oscars is not a voting system at least i think it's not a voting system yeah it's not a voting system it's not um it's not oh wow there's a voting system but it doesn't feel like a voting system though and also like i feel like only like a selective amount of people can vote in my opinion anyway so um covid update blah 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 i lost my page i'm so sorry ah I like Vocaloid. Anyway, so yeah. Whoever wins, yay. I'm just happy that they they are nominated. (laughs) Anyway, let's move on. Why am I slapping my thighs? Okay. Ah, Actor in a supporting role. We got the nominees of... Oh, yeah. If I butcher any of this, I immediately, I apologize. I'm, dying. I'm doing my best here. But we got Sia Ron Hines for Belfast. Uh, Troy Coltzer in Coda. We got Jesse Pellmans in The Power of the Dog. We got J.K. Simmons for Being the Ricardos. And Cody Smith, Smith McPhee of Power of the Dog. Um... haven't seen them because i kind of don't care for them um again they nominated good if they win also good it really doesn't matter it kind of doesn't matter at this point actress in a leading role we got nominees jessica chastain in the eyes of tammy faye oh there's a movie after my name i'm not gonna watch it though because i don't feel like it olivia coleman in the lost daughter Penelope Cruz and Parallel Mothers, Nicole Kidman for being in the being the Ricardos, and Christian Stewart for Spencer. Um Actress in a supporting role, he got the nominees. Jesse Buckley in The Lost Daughter, Ariana DeBose in West Side Story, Judy Dench in Belfast, Christian Kristen Dunce in The Power of the Dog. I'm gonna butcher this, I'm sorry. An Elise King Richard Ew. oh no that makes sense okay um, if they came out bad I'm sorry animated feature film nominees Encanto um, written and I'm assuming directed by so the, the, the main people behind it is Jared Bush, Brian Howard Yvette Merino and Clark Spencer I am surprised that Lin-Manuel Miranda is not here Maybe in the music category, I don't know. Uh, Flea, Jonas, Poher, Rosamond, Monica, Pellstrom, Sein, Berg, Sorensen, and Charlotte de la Gourney. I haven't seen this movie. <sighs> okay. Uh, we also got Luca uh, from Enrico Casarosa and Andrea Warren. I'm guessing they're the writers. The Mitchells versus The Machines. Um, by Mike Crianda, Phil Lord, Christopher Miller, and Kurt Arbrecht. I actually heard that this movie is really, really good. The Mitchells vs. The Machines. I think it's on Netflix right now? I heard it's good. And Ryan, The Last Dragon. Um, Don Hall, Carlos Lopez Estrella, Ansar Shore, and Peter Del Vecho. Um... Is it really, though, like, you really think it's it's a good movie for showing a somehow toxic relationship in a Disney movie? Yeah, okay. Um, oh, okay. I think these are the directors or writers or the filmmakers. I don't know. So we got Dune. I'm not going to say the people because I don't know anything. I don't know why I said those names earlier i don't know anything so we got dune we got nightmare alley we got the power of the dog we got the tragedy of macbeth and west side story for the cinematography category we got costume designs we got Corolla, cool we got cyrano cool we got dune we got nightmare alley and we got west side story that's cool okay directing directing And I don't know. So we got Belfast. We got Drive My Car. We got Licorice Pizza. We got The Power of the Dog. And we got West Side Story. You know, the one by Steven Spielberg and not the original one. As in, I think, the 1950s one? I don't know. We got the documentary category, which is Ascension, Attica, Flea, How can an animated movie be a, a documentary? Okay. We got Summer of Soul. Or When the Revolution Could Not Be Televised. Oh. Okay. And also Riding with Fire. Summer of Soul, right? Um, I heard about it because I think I was like watching. like Because I'm subscribed to Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, this is a lot about me. I don't have my notifications on for him, though. Because I don't want to, and then I saw a clip of Questlove and his directorial debut, and then I heard about it. It sounded cool, but yeah, I didn't watch it. Because sometimes like documentaries can be like, yeah, entertaining, and some of them can fall flat for me. Um, so yeah, documentary short subject, Audible, Lead Me Home, The Queen of Basketball. Three songs for Benazir and When We Were Bullies. Okay. Film editing. The nominees are Don't Look Up, Dune, King Richard, The Power of the Dog, and Tick, Tick, Boom. Nice. International feature film. We got Drive My Car, which is a Japanese movie. Flea, which is a Denmark movie. The Hand of God. Italy. Lunana... A Yak in the Classroom by Bhutan, and The Worst Person in the World in Norway. Cool. How many more? So we're like halfway there. Okay. Uh, We got Makeup and Hairstyling. The nominees are Coming to America, Cruella, Dune, The Eyes of Tammy Faye, and The House of Gucci. I will leave a link to the Oscar nominees so you can look at it for yourself. Because there are no way I'm going to say these names and knowing the fact that I'm going to butcher them. So I'm just going to say the movie because I think I know how to pronounce those. Anyway, let's go. Music original score! Let's go. Okay, so we got Don't Look Up. Uh, cool. We got Dune. I see it. I totally see it. Encanto. I also see it. Parallel Mothers. I don't know what that movie is. And The Power of Dog that has been repeatedly for a long time now um we got music original song be alive from king richard that has dixon and beyonce (sighs) sometimes i wish that beyonce didn't need an oscar to prove her worth like okay don't get me like she can Killed the music genre. In many ways. She doesn't need an Oscar for that. She has like what a bunch of Grammys in her belt. She was in a Disney movie. Like I'm like I'm like I'm like thinking I'm like I'm just saying that Beyonce doesn't need an Oscar win or nomination to be recognized. I just like Okay, whatever. Um, I don't know. I'm going to butcher this one. Dos Orgigutias. oruguitas. I don't know. It's from Encanto. And it's, li- it's written by Limamo Miranda. So there's that to consider. Down to Joy from Belfast. Music and lyrics written by Van Morrison. No Time to Die from No Time to Die. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell. Say what? A music video got nominated for an Oscar? Oh, okay. Or it could be No Time to Die, it's a movie, and then they just want to name a song after it, I don't know. And somehow you do, from Four Good Days, music and lyric written by Diane Warren. Best picture! Option. So we got Belfast, Coda, Don't Look Up, Drive My Car, Dune, King Richard, Licorice, Licorice Pizza, which I think is a rated R movie, by the way. Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, and West Side Story. I mean, come on. It just had to be there. It's directed by Steven Spielberg. Production design. Nominees are Dune, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, The Tragedy of Macbeth, and West Side Story. Short film and animated we got affairs of the art bestia box ballet robin robin and the windshield wiper which apparently that's a thing by the way short film live action we got ala kachu take and run from take and run i guess that's the translation i don't know we got the dress we got the long goodbye we got on my mind and please hold never seen them sorry not sorry I don't know. I just I don't have time to I don't have time to be a film critic. I don't want to and I don't feel like it. Sound. We got Belfast. We got Dune. We got no time to die. We got The Power of the Dog. And of course West, West Side Story. Ooh. We got visual effects. We got Dune. Free Guy. As in the one starring Ryan Reynolds, Free Guy. Fun. No Time to Die, Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings, and Spider-Man No Way Home got nominated for visual effects, yeah I don't blame them, I genuinely don't blame them because Shang-Chi looked really good, was the story kinda understandable, yeah, well, at least the post credit scene kinda makes up for it, I guess. And then Spider-Man No Way Home, we all know that movie looks visually stunning. Let's just get that out of the bat from, like, everything we've seen of it. We all know it just looks very, very pretty. Okay. Uh, Next category, we got writing from adapted screenplay. We got Coda. We got Drive My Car. We got Dune. We got The Lost Daughter and The Power of the Dog. So I'm assuming they all are from books and they decided now that it would be a good time to make a movie for them. Cool. My thighs. Fun. We got writing, original screenplay, we got Belfast, we got Don't Look Up, we got King Richard, we got Licorice Pizza, and we got the worst person in the world. And I believe that's it. I believe that's all the nominations. So what are my thoughts on them? The most popular choice will not win. I'm sorry, that's just how it is. Like Any like Marvel fans out there, there's a good chance we might not win. I don't blame them, because it's basically the most objectively good film, not the one that is your favorite. It is purely objective, at least that's how most of the nominations and the winners end up being. Which one is objectively the best film of this year, or of last year? So, yay. I don't know. Sometimes I just find everything slightly unfair in life, and that's how normally it it goes. Um, yeah, there's just um that to consider, but my thoughts on it. I don't think Marvel wins or Marvel is gonna get the dub for Oscar um wins. I don't think they need any. Well, everyone's already hyped for Marvel for multiple reasons. Although, let's just face it, the main reason is, um, the Fantastic Four and the X-Men. Let's just face it. And then everything else is a nice bonus. I don't know, that's just how, like, I think of it. But that's just me, though. I know I get it, everyone wants to see the Fantastic Four and the X-Men. But I'm like, they'll work their way around. It's only a matter of time, so people need to chill. And, um you know i hope andrew garfield does win an oscar because you know redemption on so many levels um and also he's just a really good actor that's all i have to say anyway um i mean on a side note there was another award show that came out today the crunchyroll anime awards how fun um i looked at it which i will leave a link to if you're in very if you are Interested, um, but what's it called? Crunchy Rural Awards 2022. I already seen it. Um, my girl Toto didn't win, which, uh, yeah. Um, so Anime of the Year Attack on Titan Final Season, Final Season Part One Best Boy. Uh, Boji from Ranking of the Kings. If I butcher this, I'm sorry. Um, uh, we got Best Girl. Uh, Nobara Kugusaki Kugisaki Jujutsu Kaisen Core Two. So basically, the the 13 episode the from th- episode 13 to episode 26. That one. Uh, because Jujutsu Kaisen got 26 episodes, but 13 episodes is a season. In, in anime, so, you know, it lasted in the fall and winter season, so there's that to consider. Best protagonist! Odd, um, Odokawa from Odd Taxi. Best antagonist! Aaron Yeager from Attack on Titan Final Season Part 1. Best fight scene! Um, Yuji, Iradori, and Aoi Todo versus Hanami in Jujutsu Kaisen Core 2, Season 2. Best Director, uh, Baku Kinoshita from Odd Taxi. Uh, best Animation, Demon Slayer, Kimitsu no Yaiba Mugen Train Arc. Yay! Best Character Design, uh, Tadashi Hiramatsu Jujutsu Kaisen Core 2. Best Score, Yuki Kajura and Goshima China. In Demon Slayer, Kimetsu no Yaiba Mugen Train Arc, <laughs> um, best VA performance Yuki Yuki Kaji, Aaron Yeager, Attack on Titan Final Season Part One, best VA English dub is actually Skate. Uh, David Walt, um, I know Shindo slash Adam from Skate the Infinity. Best Opening Sequence, Boku no Sencho, Shin, Shinsei, Kachamachi-chan, Attack on Titan, Final Season Part 1. Best Ending Sequence, Shirogane, Lisa, Demon Slayer, Kimitsu no Yaiba, Mugen Train Arc. Best Action, Jujutsu Kaisen Core 2. Best Comedy, komi Can't Communicate. Best Drama, To Your Eternity. Best Romance, Mia. Best Fantasy, The Time I Got Reincarnated as a Slime Season 2. Best film, Demon Slayer, Kimetsu no Yaiba, the movie Mugen Train Arc. So, suffice to say, a lot of people love Attack on Titan and Demon Slayer. Was it annoying to see, like, almost, like, 66, no, 33% of it was Attack on Titan, and then 33% of it was Kimetsu no Yaiba. The other 34% happen just to be everything else. I don't know. Like, okay, like, as much... Like, I get it. I get why they're good. Both Attack on Titan and Kimetsu no Yaiba. But because they've been talked a lot, I just find it slightly overhyped. I don't know. I don't... I just... Things get ruined for me when people talk about shows. And that's why i don't watch it i haven't seen demon slayer yet because like everyone talks about it but the way i see it is just another shonen show with a bunch of action and all that i mean i did watch jujutsu kaisen because i thought the story was like interesting but like an objective standpoint it's just another shonen and that's what i think demon slayer is another shonen which i don't think i've talked about it before I don't like shounen anime, I I, I I don't, I don't because like it gets a little bit redundant and boring and you're practically seeing the same thing but with a different face and art style every single time. Although I will have to admit Nezuko, cute, uh, really cute because she's just she just looks so cute and nothing wrong with a girl wearing pink, that's all I have to say for that anyways i think i'm gonna wrap it up here if it if this episode being awkward i'm sorry i record these episodes like late at night and then sometimes i don't go and bother to edit them so yeah if you enjoyed this episode of the lone wolf podcast please give it a rating and review wherever you are it's not just apple podcasts it's everywhere you can you can give a five star rating on literally anywhere, or give it a review on every anywhere you find podcasts. That I'm on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, hello, and um, you know Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, a lot of podcast websites. So uh, yeah, there's that to consider. Although I just know from my an- my analytics that a lot of people like listening to me on Apple Podcasts. So if you can give a like a rating and review, thank you very much. That would be greatly appreciated. Uh please share this episode to anybody who might be interested. This is just random talk, so you yeah, know. I I talked about at least like one or two things that are slightly important. Anime awards and Oscar nominations. <sighs> and yeah, no Uh, But yeah, you can always just treat this as white noise or whatever the case may be. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing, but yeah. You can treat this as white noise or, you know, just listen to it on the background. Um, Yeah, my content is, you know, safe for work. At least I hope it is. I I genuinely do hope it is. Uh, Yeah, if you want to follow me on social media, you can do so on Instagram at the lone wolf pod. On Instagram. Ba-da-da-da, ba-da-da-da. I also have a business email at wolfthelone90 at Questions, comments, concerns, all that fun, fun stuff. Yeah. Um. I also have a donation link that you can click on at the very bottom of this episode's description. You can donate me a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars a month, but you don't have to because I know let's just face it, people are broke and lazy. So um yeah, but if you want to donate me, you know a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars a month, that will be greatly appreciated. It is not mandatory though. I get it. The pandemic is still affecting everybody, and you know some people have it way worse than me, so I understand. If you can't, I get it, but if you can that's great the support is greatly appreciated i also have clothes because i thought it would be a good idea i'm sorry to slowly regret it but i don't care because i like wearing clothes with my logo on it and you can too all you gotta do is click on that merch that sweet sweet merch link at at the episode's description And then you can have like a variety of lone wolf merch wear that you can buy and support me with. And maybe I'll do themes every single month. I have to hire an artist for that. But, you know, I like like my lone wolf logo with a bunch of themes. And I need to hire an artist for that. So if you can buy my merch, I might have enough money to like hire an artist. I hope, I don't know a girl can dream, so, yeah, I think that's all I need to say, again, respect my opinion, and I, was for, and I will respect yours, and, and again, if this episode sounds awkward, it's because it is, welcome to the lone wolf podcast, awkwardness all over, anyway, I think, with all that being said, I will howl at you guys later, and please, Please stay safe out there.